The show that takes you home. The Home Stretch with Sterling Holmes on ESPN Kansas City, 1510 AM, 94.5 FM, and the ESPN Kansas City Facebook page. Welcome to the Home Stretch, ESPN Kansas City. Live in studio on this beautiful Friday afternoon. Dylan is behind the glass. Dylan, how are you? Doing good, man? Yeah, he's kind of sick. I feel bad, dude. This dude is a grinder. He's a Gruden grinder. Let me tell you, this guy. Knock if you're with me. Sorry, dogs. First one in, last one out. Brings his lunch pail to work kind of guy. Literally, I've seen him bring a lunch pail to work. It was weird. It was just a whole bunch of slop in there. I I was like, are you going to eat that? And yeah, he did. That's the kind of guy Dylan is. Maybe why he got sick. Because he's eating out of a lunch pail. Stop eating out of a lunch pail, Dylan. Okay? But I appreciate his tenacity. His motor is like Max Crosby. It's like what we were promised Frank Clark's motor was going to be. That's what Dylan is to this show. The reason why I'm stalling a little bit, if you can't tell, I don't want to talk about last night's game. I don't want to do it. We're going to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm kidding. I want to do it. Because there's some overarching takeaways to be had from last night's 16-13. How would you describe last night's game? Debacle? Uh, crimes against humanity? Um, action football. Action football. Man, I'd give me some action football over this bad boy. High school seven on seven. I love that when they originally had the game scheduled, it was going to be all right. Bryce Young, first overall draft pick versus what was the hot pick of Justin Fields for MVP. The NFL thought they were cooking something up on their hands, and then you get to the game. Obviously, no Justin Fields, who, by the way, has been uh, absolute buns. Bryce Young, been no better. They try to spin it as (laughs) Heisman in the D1 versus the Heisman Award in D2. Because Tyson uh, Bajant, he won the Heisman for D2, right? And so that's how they try to spin it. Well, those two dudes... Combined for, what, 347 yards? Some say that's good, right? I mean, that was just a brutal display. If you want to feel good as a Chiefs fan about the Chiefs offense so far, look at either two of these teams. I love Al Al Michaels trying to play it off like, well, you do have to admit, you know, the defenses have played pretty well. No, Al. You don't have to admit it. Like Bryce Young, a little microcosm. By the way, the only touchdown the Panthers scored was actually a uh, punt return for a touchdown by Amir Smith-Marset. Wonder if that would help Kansas City right now. Uh, Bryce Young. Multiple times, wide open dude. What does he do? Yeets the ball 30 yards over a guy's dome. OB. What about when he rolled out left? Play action, rolls out left. He's got a guy, I think, was it Terrace uh, Marshall right in the uh, flat right there? I'm like, all right, first down. He's got a lot of room to run. Might might get a 40-yard gain out of this bad boy. What's he do? 
throws it over his head. Now, I know folks sitting here saying, yeah, he's getting chased, though. He's the number one overall pick. He can't be looking like me out there. Seriously. People are like, well, yeah, but how would you feel if Montez Sweat was chasing you? I'd feel like Bryce Young were the same damn size. If you're scared, you're going to get hit. So scared you can't make a throw. What's the point? I'm not saying judge Bryce Young Bryce Young off this one game or what he's done so far as a rookie. What I am saying is I still will never get how he was drafted before C.J. Stroud. I will never understand why the Panthers gave up an arm and a leg to trade all the way up to one, mortgage their future, and then decide, all right, let's give him Adam Thielen as our only wide receiver. I get he doesn't have a lot to work with, but I'm not seeing glimpses either. And it's a fascinating case study. I had some friends today text me, and we we were having a fun little conversation of, has the NFL started calling dudes busts too early? Have people made up their mind about a guy too early? And I think it's a fair conversation to have. You looked at what Trevor Lawrence, his first seven games, was he, what, one in six? Joe Burrow was, what, one in seven before the injury? I mean, you look around, there's been, obviously Peyton Manning's the one that always comes to mind because Peyton Manning, what was it, set a record for most interceptions? It was like 28. I mean, some great quarterbacks or very good quarterbacks have started off the career very slowly. I'm not saying you give up on Bryce Young. But what I'm saying is with a lot of those guys, you saw glimpses of greatness. I have yet to see that with Bryce Young. We even saw it with Anthony Richardson at times this year. Again, not calling him a bust. I just think it's an uphill battle. And I wonder this too. Have have head coaches and GMs tried to sell hope more than actual success? And hear me out here. And Dylan, correct me if you think I'm wrong. I think some head coaches and GMs are more willing to throw a rookie out there, a first-round rookie quarterback, because if things go wrong, what can he say? We had a rookie quarterback. This was a building year. Now, you throw out Carson Wentz. You throw out um, Teddy Bridgewater. You go what? Six and eleven. Even if you go seven and ten, what what, what happens? You were trying to win with those guys. So what happens if you're the GM or the head coach? You're probably canned, right? So I do think there's some job preservation when guys start playing these rookie quarterbacks year one because a lot of times I don't think it's in the rookie quarterback's best interest. Now, obviously, the um, growing pains can happen on the field and they can turn around and be just, just fine. We saw it with Lawrence and Peyton Manning, obviously. But what about Mahomes? What about Aaron Rodgers? Now, it doesn't always work like that when you sit a year or multiple. Look at Jordan Love. Hasn't worked well for him. But the point here is it behooves these young guys to sit back a year, in my opinion, understand not just the physicality side of the game, but the mental side of the game. I've talked to a lot of former quarterbacks, a lot of former wide receivers. They all tell me it's not just the physical side that gets you in the NFL. It's the mental side. Because in college, 
defensive coordinators and defenses, for the most part, aren't trying to trick you, right? When you see uh, a base defense and you see these two guys up the line of uh, the, the, the linebackers of the line of scrimmage, what are they doing? They're blitzing, right? In the NFL, what are they doing? They might come down, or that might be a facade, and they drop back into coverage. You rarely see that in college football. So when I was talking to some wide receivers, former wide receivers, they all said, for example, guys like Sky Moore, some rookie wide receivers. It takes longer than others to understand those nuances of the game. It takes time to understand what defenses are doing because it's not just, all right, you see man coverage, you know what they're doing. They are trying to trick you. Now, extrapolate that for a quarterback. It's a whole different ball game. It's why some guys who are the most physically uh, imposing quarterbacks in the NFL, right? Guys who are 6'6", rocket arm, can't figure it out. I feel bad saying this because I love Drew Locke. I love the guy. But I'm assuming that's probably why he's not seeing much of the field, right? He's very talented, great arm. He's got the size. But when we saw him in games, what happened? He made some horrendously poor decisions. Now, he tried to sit behind some guys. Didn't work for him. Didn't matter. But I do think for the majority of quarterbacks who are currently in the NFL, who are rookies, sitting that year will help. C.J. Stroud obviously looks like he doesn't need that. But Bryce Young, to me, looks like he does, especially with the weapons that are, that are uh, surrounding him and the team that he's currently dealt, dealt with or that he's working with. I will also point out, if you're a GM and a head coach, you play the rookie, they suck, you get a high draft pick, right? There's some... Um, Reward, maybe, if you want to say reward. Marvin Harrison Jr. might be a reward this season. Sure, but but I, I, I think there's something to that, where if you're going to have a young guy, you're going to have the highs and lows, right? If you have a, um, again, let's just say an average guy, let's just say Nick Foles, right, for a full season. He's probably not going to lose you the most games in the NFL. And he damn sure ain't going to win you the most games in the NFL. So what are you stuck with? You're stuck with what the Sixers were in the NBA for how long? Ten years before the process, right? Stuck as the eight seed and also the seven seed. The process doesn't always work. Don't forget. One <laughs> well, no, I was going to say about the Panthers. Don't forget they don't have a first rounder this year. Correct, because again, one of the worst trades uh, I have seen. We're already going to dismiss Trey Lance. Fair point. Because at least Bryce is like a universal. Oh, I agree. He'll be fine. I, I, they kind of like went into the weeds for Trey Lance, and yeah, like, I agreed, agreed. And I, you know what? I, I'm the first to admit it. I, I like Trey Lance more than Bryce Young. Like, like I, you, you know me. I was very high on Trey Lance. I was not super high on Bryce Young. I still think Bryce Young will be a fine NFL quarterback, but I never saw the upside. And quite frankly, I said the floor wasn't wasn't as such that you take him one one. Like that's why I said C.J. Stroud would be my guy, and maybe I was playing it too conservative, conservatively. But I go. C.J. Stroud has the highest floor, and I still think he has a ceiling because of the arm and because of his size. Bryce Young, I go, he can be a great processor. But how many guys his size have we seen have success in the NFL? And I feel bad saying it. As a four or as a current 5'10 dude, trust me, I want success for all of us short kings. Like Drew Brees would be the ceiling. Drew, Drew Brees if is the ceiling. If you're drafting a sub-six-foot quarterback, it's, it's Drew Brees. Kyler or Drew Brees. And Kyler's ceiling is like basically what... You should be hoping for as yes. far as like new age Drew Brees. Like you, if he's going to be that small, he better damn well be 
very hard to tackle in space like Kyler is. And you saw a couple of nice rushes on third down, but it was one of those ones where you actually clinch. Like, I, I physically clinched when he is taking on a hit. Like, I'm like, man, there's no way. Because, again, I had a chance to interview Bryce Young right before the draft. We are the exact same size. Now, Dylan, you look at me. Do I look like an NFL quarterback to you? Some days. <laughs> when the hair's tall, right? When I get when I get the real poof up there going. The pompadour's rocking high. Then yeah, I get it. I'm six foot ten. When I'm wearing cowboy boots, I get, a, I get an inch or two. But no, the point is I thought it was a reach. I thought it was a reach because the floor and the ceiling weren't quite quite there. And maybe Russell Wilson is a better comp because he's five eleven, but Russell Wilson's thick though. You know what I'm saying? Like Russell Wilson's a thicker bodied guy. Kyler Murray, I think, had the most upside of these smaller dudes. Bryce Young doesn't have the wheels. He's got mobility, but he's not a running quarterback per se, right? That's not his game. I'm intrigued to see how this plays out. Again, the Panthers don't have that first rounder. The Bears, uh, this was a win-win scenario for them. If they beat the Panthers with the Panthers pick, they actually get a higher pick now, right? They're now uh, better off in the long haul for getting the first overall draft pick in the upcoming season. Uh, But they also have a decision to make. Is Justin Fields the guy? Or did they go and draft a quarterback? Secret Bajit man last night. Don't think he's going to be the guy either. Sorry. Uh, Don't know if you watched. Did you watch the game last night, Dylan? I know you've been sick. I know you've been... um, you probably don't want to get more sick watching the Bears and, and the Panthers, but well played. I was going to go that angle if you didn't, but yeah, I didn't. I, I watched a little bit, but it, it was just background imaging. Yeah, in fairness, yeah, Tyson Bagent, he um, also a guy. Again, early on, have yeah, you I, I, have was, you seen him through the football? Well, it, it was interesting to see Machine Gun Kelly out there for the, for the Bears. <laughs> that was awesome. I love his uh, his picture. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, his he's, picture's I mean, great. In his picture, if he just tats up the neck. The of neck. Him, yeah. Well, maybe we can get Megan Fox then, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you see him put the football. I don't think I saw one spiral from him in 33 throws. DJ Moore looked so upset, which, by the way, talk about a Chiefs revenge game, right? How about this? Dylan, we're calling this the Chiefs practice squad revenge game. The only two good guys of the Panthers last night were former Chiefs dudes. Amir Smith-Marset taking it to the house. Also made a great decision on the first punt. You know what he did when he when the punt was uh, going to land on the five-yard line? You know what he did? He didn't catch it. He let it go into the end zone. And then he also had to do the one Chiefs thing, which was fumble a punt, but he at least recovered and landed on it. ISM, I'm not actually trying to say, would, would make the Chiefs special teams unit better because the Chiefs have enough special teams wide receivers. Let's be real now. If he can't get playing time in that Panthers group, he ain't getting it here. Sorry. You look at those Panthers wide receivers. If he's not getting PT there, he ain't getting PT here in KC. Sorry, y'all. But how about DiCaprio Boodle? DiCaprio Boodle locked up DJ Moore. It was a uh, a nice little double move that DJ Moore ran and was going to streak to the end zone. And DiCaprio Boodle was all over him and knocked it away. And I don't know if you knew this beforehand. I had zero idea DiCaprio Boodle played for the Panthers. 
I had zero. And then I heard the announcer go, wow, great play by a boodle. And I go, well, there can only be one DiCaprio boodle in the NFL. It's not like Mike Jones. Who? It's not like Mike Jones out here. Not a common name. Love that. The Chiefs practice squad revenge game. Uh, but it was not enough as the Panthers fell 13-16. to 16. My favorite uh, from last night, did you see the graphic? I did remember seeing this. Uh, the last 10 opponents for Tyson Bajan. Oh, it was like I got Pennsylvania right School of Mining. Yeah, give me this bad boy. So, Indiana University of Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, IUPU. About, I mean, that's, that's just hilarious in itself. Uh, University of New Haven. Slippery Rock. University. That's fake. There's no chance Slippery Rock. Yeah, there'll be a couple I'll be looking up here. Uh, IUPU again. Um, Is it just IUP? There's no IUP. Oh, that was IUPU. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Because it would be Indiana University of Pennsylvania, but you wouldn't have university after. Wouldn't be university twice. Could be. It sounds like a fake school enough, right? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, The last one. It's Colorado School of Mines. That's my... Hands down, favorite of the list. Colorado. It's just a whole bunch of miners going out there. with. They play in the dark, actually, and they get the miners' helmet on, and that's how they play. It's a real good home field advantage. Uh, next was the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. That's the best part. Yeah. Just right the next opponent. Colorado School of Mines, Minnesota Vikings. I mean... Do I even have to look up the mascot for Colorado School of Mines? Look that up. I'm looking but at... are we saying Miners is, what, minus 20,000 bet for the answer? Miners? Oh, Colorado like... School of Mine Miners. Wouldn't that feel like a... Yeah, but... Easy. Y- you don't know, man. They could be trying to trick you. I, I'm a, I have Slippery Rock University pulled up right now. Uh, it's a public university in Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Um, ooh, you know what they're called? The Rock. It's great. That would be a great mascot if it's actually just The Rock. Guess how many students are in Slippery Rock University? Oh. Undergrad? Yeah. Undergrad. 3,500. 60, almost 6,800 for undergrad. Look at them. Big, big. Uh, Do you know what their official mascot is? No. It's Rocky. Yeah, very, very clever. It's Rocky the Lion. Nice. Okay, do you want to know the mascot of the Colorado School of Mines? I would love to. They have two. They have two mascots. They do. Oh, what are they? Well, I was right. One is Marvin the Miner. Marvin the Miner, good. The other is Blaster the Burrow. A live (laughs) burrow and mascot. So it looks like a horse of some sort. Maybe I'm just not very well versed in... Ranch animals, but this looks like a horse uh, or a donkey of some sort. So Miner was the mascot. Now the official one, it looks like, as far as like the logoing goes, is the burrow blaster. Like Marvin's just a, I don't know, just a cheap throw on maybe. Um, that's actually kind of nice, man. They got two. They're that big of a school. Did you know that uh, Slippery Rock has actually had four players drafted in the NFL? If you know any of these dudes, come on down and collect a prize. Uh, Chuck Sanders, 
Chuck Sanders played a year for the Chargers. Drafted in the 11th round. Ricky Porter played for Detroit for about six years. 12th round pick. Greg Patera. Falcons. 11th round pick. Played for that one season. This one you might know. Dylan, you might know. Drafted in 2011. Six round pick. Let's go. Played eight years. Slippery Rock. This is this is the alumni from Slippery Rock right here. Okay, played eight years where? At Slippery Rock. Oh. Played eight years in the NFL. Drafted in the sixth round. Brandon Fusco. Center. Backup center for eight years. There you go. There you go. Slippery Rock's finest. I don't know who that is, but that's awesome. Congratulations to yeah. Slippery Rock. What, what about Colorado School of Mines? You think they have any? Uh, I'd imagine so. I feel like I've heard this one before. I'm just still looking up. They actually had a contest for the live action. I guess it wouldn't be live action. What would it be called? If they they have the an actual guy with a beard and a hat and a donkey. That would be incredible. Well, that that's not live action. It's uh just right. I don't know, but yeah. So wow. Not only do they have the mascots, they actually have a guy and a donkey that will go to the football games as well. Do you think Colorado School of Mines, how many players do you think have been in the NFL? Three. Two. Uh, let's go back to the most recent player in the NFL. Uh, Lloyd Madden. Good old Lloyd Madden. You want to guess the year? 55. This is the most recent of the ones. Uh, 1940 for the Chicago Cardinals. That's the most recent, you Yeah, said? that's the most recent Chicago, uh, Colorado School of Mines player. Nineteen, At least according to uh, Pro Football Reference, 1940. And he retired apparently in 1940. Was that before or after the forward pass invented? Uh, that I don't know. But the next guy I'm pretty sure was before. Uh, Jack Colahan played one year, uh, 1928. Got a big program. And that was Tyson Bajan's competition before he got to the NFL. And somehow, quite frankly, looks better. Then Tommy DeVito. I'm sorry. I don't mean to take a shot at Tommy DeVito. Do you know who that guy is? Tommy DeVito? Uh, Chief? No, 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 no. Uh, the quarterback for uh, the Giants right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who uh, they're, they're actually scared to throw the football with. I'm thinking of Mike DeVito. Right. Yeah. Or you can think of Danny DeVito. No, you know, yeah, Danny DeVito is pretty the, good, too. That's the head of DeVito's. Yes. Yeah, Danny DeVito is like the king of DeVito's. Yes, he is yeah. the, what would it be? Chief? Uh, Prince Earl, Chief Executive Officer of DeVito's? CEO of yeah. Devito's Incorporated, the President, and also short guys. I mean, short guys everywhere look up, or should I say, look down to uh, Danny. I love Danny Devito, man. That guy's awesome. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We're gonna come back and do. Guess what it is, Dylan? It's Friday. It's Friday, baby. Thanks for not playing Rebecca Black and playing Metallica. You know me very, very well. Uh, we are doing our eight ten pick'em. Coming up next, ESPN Kansas City. Welcome back to the home stretch, ESPN Kansas City. Dylan, I kicked your ass last week, pal. Two more right than you. How's that feel? Your tears taste so delicious. No comment. Where are we at? Where, where's, our, where's our result? You and me on the year. 
Where where do we land? Where do we stack up? Wow, you're beating me by one. Yeah, you're you're catching up there. You're 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 uh, one pick more correct than I've been. Although I will say, we forget on almost every single Thursday, so that could be the tiebreaker. But you know whose fault that is? Mine. My fault for not inputting my pick last night. It's on me. Full responsibility. Can, can only blame myself and Dylan for not texting me. Uh, all right. First game up. Colts. Patriots. What are you doing here, Dylan? I never know with your Patriot fandom. I know. I know. And what you said last week rang true. So I'm going to go ahead and go um, Colts. I'm going Patriots. Now, here's why. You might say Sterling. The Patriots suck. Mac Jones is the bum. Yeah, who's... Who's Sterling and who's Dylan? Right the now? Colts are on a roll like Cottonell. Their offense is starting to get going, right? Gardner Minshew is that backup dude. All may be true. But you're telling me Bill Belichick is going to fly to bleeping Germany to get his ass kicked by the Colts and a backup quarterback? No chance. Bill Belichick is actually having a lot on the line in this game. You've heard the rumors, Dylan. Who knows what to believe? Some folks saying his job may actually be in jeopardy. Bill ain't going to let that happen. Bill's going to Germany and flying back with a victory. I like everything you're saying, and that's the exact mindset that has led me to pick them every single week, (laughs) and they seem to lose every single week. So I, I am... I am. Just, I just can't do it again. I, mm. I, I just can't do it. Mm. I, I know Understood. that this is exactly the time they'll start winning, but I, I just think the Colts, I'm going to go with the 81% here. Understood. Understood. Uh, Browns, Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, it's okay. the Ravens. Yeah. It's the Ravens. I was trying to do Browns, trying to look up Lamar's games in his uh, career versus Browns, and... Yeah, he's got like a 100 passer rating with 16 touchdowns and like six picks or something. So I'm going to go Ravens. For me, the Ravens might have been the most impressive team the first half of the season. I mean, the Ravens were electric. They were the best defense. They were a top six offense. And, oh, yeah, that offense is getting better week after week after week. I said it for the longest time. I said, just wait. Todd Munkin is going to have that offense humming. It has been because they're getting it vertical and not just horizontal. Uh, They're not just a run team. They can actually throw the rock with the addition of Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr., and Rashad Bateman. Oh, yeah, Mark Andrews is still there. They're dynamic, man. I like the Ravens a lot. Uh, Packers, Steelers, Steelers somehow at five and what five and three, whilst having Kenny Pickett as their starting quarterback, who's also missed what a game and a half. I I don't understand how Mike Tomlin does not get more love for Coach of the Year because the Steelers team is not good, and they still find ways to win. I'm rolling with the Steelers here. They're at home. Who do you have, Dylan? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Steelers, too. Just don't trust the Packers. Jordan Love looked really good to start the season, right? And he's really tapered off. Who would you rather have? You're starting a franchise, Jordan Love or Kenny Pickett? Man, that's tough. I'd say Jordan Love just because of the arm. The arm strength, I think, yeah. yeah. 
I guess neither would be. Yeah, neither is a good answer. <laughs> I, I really wouldn't trust a quarterback with two gloves, though. It's a good call. Like, how do you? Th- I'm not gonna lie. I've always wondered this too. Throwing the football with the glove on. How do you do it? Like your hand sticks to the to the glove. I can't imagine that. Have you ever thrown a football with a glove on? You have. So you're 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 shaking your head. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 weird. I I, I don't get it. Like why? I guess his hands are smaller, but. I've probably thrown, like, I'm thinking, like, when I was younger, throwing them with, like, winter gloves on, you know? Like, mittens? Yeah, that's really all I'm thinking of, too, to be honest. Yeah, I, like, an actual, like, receiver's Or if gl- you catch one and then throw it back. Yeah, I've done that, yeah. I guess, before, yeah. Huh. Tell me two gloves. Uh, Texans, Bengals. Texans at 500. They look good. C.J. Stroud, once again, I'm saying, was the right pick for quarterback, or at quarterback, the Bengals, though, have started to get it going. They sit now at 5-3. They're last place in the AFC North, still 5-3, and three, and still, if the season ended today, would be in the playoffs. Who do you have here? Uh, I got the Bengals. Just, even though T. Higgins and... Uh, T. Higgins is out, by the he's way. He's out, and also uh, Sam Hubbard as well. Sam, and Jamar Chase is questionable with that back injury. If they were in Houston... Uh, I would take Houston. I agree with you, though. The Bengals are hot. And it's kind of crazy. I mean, so just be Tyler Boyd potentially out there. Yeah. Wow. How will Burrow handle it, you know, not having three number one wide receivers (laughs) on the field at one time? I'm trying to find the line for this game. Um, Six and a half cents. Give me the the Texans with the points. I I think I'm taking the Texans with the points for sure. Um, again, the Texans have not been world beaters necessarily, right? They've beaten the the Steelers, the Saints, Tampa. But they've been way better than folks thought. Now, I will say in the Bengals' defense, they've beaten Seattle, San Fran, and Buffalo in three consecutive weeks. Again, they are hot. I will also be going with the Bengals. But this was a close one for me because the, the Texans were my underdog love story heading into this season, and so far it's looking pretty good. Uh, Saints, Vikings, Josh Dobbs, Derek Carr, who's better? (laughs) No, it's Derek Carr, but the point is Josh Dobbs has brought this feeling to the Vikings, right? When Kirk Cousins went down, they got themselves out of that hole. They they dug themselves out. They get to 500, then what happens? Out for the year. What is going to happen? Enter Josh Dobbs. The vibes are high. They're immaculate, some say. The Saints, I just don't believe in, man. I, I I don't believe in Derek Carr in that offense right now. The defense is solid, but they don't score enough points. They don't move the ball down the field, even if they have a weapon in Chris Olave. It's check down Charlie time after time after time. When their most explosive plays happen from Taysom Hill, that's not good. Give me the Vikings at home. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. To be honest, I had the Saints, but... After hearing your diatribe there, I'm definitely switching it up. I honestly just... My goal is not to sway you. I need to let you go first then. I always go first. And also, this was my on-the-fence one, but every time I watch the Saints and I pick the Saints, I'm left thinking the same thing you just said, which is they don't move the football at all. They just don't. They really don't. Every time you look at the Saints team... pulling teeth when they do. Yes. And you look at that roster and you're like, you know what? Like, there's there's some dudes there. And then you watch them play and you go... I don't understand the disconnect going on right here. 
I just don't get it. Um, all right, next one. San Fran Jags. Jaguars six and two. San Fran at five and three. San Francisco coming off of a bye. They've also lost three straight games. Do the 49ers get right? No. Wow. Yeah. Cross country flight. Basically playing at ten in the morning their time. Give me the Jags. Uh, I like the 49ers. I think they get right. I, I, I have stood on this hill for a while now. I think the Jaguars are a overrated 6-2. and two. Their defense has been top five in the NFL this year. Their offense, 21st in EPA per play. 21st. You got a great play caller. You have Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, Zay Jones. You have a defense offensive line. Where's the issue? Is Trevor Lawrence potentially a little bit overrated? I've always said Trevor Lawrence is a good quarterback. He's not one of the great ones, but he's a really good quarterback. Right now, he's not elevating that team on the offensive side of the ball. I think he sees ghosts against the quarterback. Isn't Sam Darnold starting this game? Am I wrong here? Am I an idiot? I've already played okay. that last week. So we're good then. So it's going to be Brock Purdy. I wanted to see Sam Darnold uh, get a dub again. Uh, I'm going Niners. You're going Jags. we got a little disagreement there. And uh, this is going to be the game that's going to probably sway our week. I like it. Titans, Bucks. Who do you have? Titans. Ooh. The Fighting Mike Vrabels. No one likes Patriot players or head coaches more. He, he was such a big Joe Judge guy, weren't you? Oh, God, no. Yeah, you love Matt was, Patricia. I never was anyone. The only person I really can was Vrabel. I mean, Vrabel. I mean, look at that record on the, uh, oh, not a good away record. Yeah, 0-4. Good at home. Correct. But that and was the Bucks, Tannehill. And the Bucks are also 1-3. and three. Yeah, Will Levis. What do you think of Will? That's kind of what I'm betting on here is that he's – Better than Baker Mayfield? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. He's he's newer. You and I are disagreeing here again. I'm going with the Buccaneers at home. I feel this, like I'll regret this. This was a a coin flip to, uh, for me, and I just went with the home team. That's that's what it came down to. Is I'm going with the home team. Uh, the Bucks can't run the football. Titans can run the football. Not just with Derrick Henry, but with Tajay Spears. But the Bucks can throw the football against a fairly poor. Titans secondary, and that's what I think it comes down to. Uh, Falcons, Cardinals. Cardinals getting Kyler Murray back. Give him give him to me. Give me the cards. Another cross-country flight for a team that is not very good. Yeah, I, I'm the same boat as you, man. Uh, I lost to Joshua Dobbs on a short week on a new team and a new playbook. Yep. Give me the Cardinals. Former Josh Dobbs spot, obviously. Yeah, the girl, yeah. I think Kyler Murray makes a difference. I, for as much as as much fun as it is to rip on Kyler Murray for the video game stuff and just just the plethora of things you can rip on the dude for, he's still really talented, right? I'm not saying he's an elite quarterback, but he's got some elite traits, and that guy is electric with the ball in his hand when he's healthy. He is healthy. Give me Arizona at home. 
Uh, Only 17% in our Pick'em League picked the Cardinals. So, Dylan, you and I going out on a limb here. Uh, Detroit, Chargers, who do you have? This was tough, honestly. This I, was I, the very tougher th- than I thought it was going to be. But best it, game I, of the week, I'm probably going Lions. Yeah, I think so. That's crazy to think. Uh, yeah, no, no Miami Chiefs or Philly this week. Uh, Lions. You have Lions. You said. I guess we could probably say Jags Niners. Yeah, I like this. But game. this is a second. That would be the first window. This would be second window. I'm going Chargers. By the way, I'm going Lions. I think you're right, but I'm going Lions because. Staley and that team's gonna have to show it multiple times. Here's why. Here's why I'm going Chargers. I think Detroit's the better team. I like Detroit. I think they make the playoffs. They're gonna have a better record. That stuff. The Chargers though play good against good teams. Like whenever they need to score points, what do they do? They score points. They're good in shootouts. It's why they're scary against Kansas City at times, because they unleash Justin Herbert. It's when they play bad teams and average teams, all of a sudden they freak out and only check it down to Austin Eckler. Detroit's going to score points. Chargers will too. I like the Chargers at home. Giants. Cowboys. Uh, Dylan, I think we can probably both agree on this one. Cowboys. Yep. What are the Giants doing, man? Why are why are they so bad? Uh, seems like they have uh, Bozo as head coach. Is you know, difference was Bono was the head coach last year. To quote their owner, dude, I'm not gonna lie. I like Brian Dable, but he ain't doing anything right now. Uh, Tyrod Taylor's on injured reserve. Daniel Jones. Um, I believe is still out. Correct. So yeah, Tommy he's done for the year. Daniel Jones is. Yeah. When did I miss he this? Tore his, he tore his ACL. He dropped back against. I uh, saw the game because uh, Devito came in. It was the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah. I completely forgot he's out for the year. I, I I just figured he was out for the game, and I didn't even realize it was a torn ACL. It's almost RG three esque. Yeah, I'm I'm a buffoon. No, you're not. Uh, sorry, I wasn't watching a whole bunch of Daniel Jones uh, games. That's why you're not a buffoon. Um, you're a smart person. But Tommy DeVito is the first rookie free agent to start a QB for the Giants in the common draft era. There's a lot of firsts this year at the quarterback position for that team. Yeah. Well, first to to win with a sixteen and a half point uh, underdog. You think that that, that's that counts? What I was talking about, yeah. yeah, dude. That team is buns. I think Saquon's doing. I know Saquon said he didn't want to be traded. Well, I wonder if he could play quarterback. I bet he could play quarterback. I am not kidding. After watching Tommy Vito throw the football, I'm sitting here going, "Your best bet is to get Chip Kelly as your head coach and just run the Wildcat." With Saquon at quarterback, that might be your best bet. Uh, next game, Washington. Your Washington football team versus the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go Seahawks. They're back at home. Hey. Another cross-country flight for the commander slash football team. Hey, you are a huge football team supporter. I can't believe you're not going with them. I know. I know. Sling I just and don't Sa- like the way that they're going. Sling and Sam Howell. You kidding me? I Ron got... Rivera against 
uh, Pete Carroll is a mismatch. <laughs> so that's the problem. How is Ron Rivera still a head coach? Like I don't understand. I, I think they've all but come out and said that he's not like anyone that's not named Sam Howell on this team next year is, you know, playing for their position or yeah. coaching for their position. Yeah, it's basically what the ownership leaked by saying that Sam Howell is who we're building around for the future, which is wild to say. Good for Sam Howell. Yeah, that is true. I mean, he's looked decent. Uh, let me pull some numbers. He's second in passing yardage right now, above Mahomes. I think he has thrown the most passes, though, in the NFL this season, if I'm not mistaken. He's only 23. Still got to throw him to someone. Yeah, true. He's only 23 years old. He's a pretty young cat still. I thought for some reason he was like 25. I thought he'd been on the bench a while there. He's 23. Um, dang, man. And they're actually not crazy outside his norm. So, uh, I guess he only really played one game. Um, completing over 66% of his passes, 2,471 yards, 7 yards of attempt, 14 touchdowns. Those 9 interceptions need to be cleaned up, but, man, he's, dude, he's been pretty good. Guess how many yards per game? 275. 275. Who should we compare him to? Who, who should we look up to see who, who, who can be a comp? Who should I look up right now? Baker? Yeah. Let's see what his rookie... I still always laugh that Baker Mayfield's only 28. Like, we That's act crazy. like Baker's like 33. He's 28 years old. He only played half of his rookie year, though. So Yeah, I'll look, I'll look at Baker's sophomore season. Yeah, that wasn't much better. Yes. Um, Baker's sophomore year. 3,800 yards, 240 yards a game. Yeah. Um, same yards per attempt. Much lower QBR and, uh, I mean, a passer rating. Yeah, Sam Howell's been more than serviceable. Pretty good. Good for, good for slinging Sam. What about Brock Purdy last year? Good call. Maybe. Good call. I, again, I actually think Sam Howell might have more arm talent than, than Brock Purdy. Oh, he does. I'm just saying as far as, like, jumps on the scene, yeah. very successful. You think you think Shanahan wishes he had uh, kind of. Sam Howell? Maybe. We'll find out Sunday. Uh, Jets, Raiders. Autumn Wind? Give me the Raiders. Are you just going with them because they fired McDaniels? Because the only reason. I, I mean, kind that's, of. That's the only reason. They fired McDaniels. It's a, it's a total... Well, one part is that Zach Wilson stinks, and he has to go to Las Vegas. And he's closer to Utah, which is his stomping ground. So he's going to be drinking a lot of Dr. Pepper and staying up very late. So he might not be his best self. And, yeah, to be honest, like, it's kind of a vibes check. It's kind of a all-feeling, like, good, everyone really enjoying being a football player again and not hating their lives. Seriously. More just all-directed. It's the... Uh, it's that's basically the Gruden firing when Bisaccia came in. Yeah. So, part of me says yes that this the vibes continue because they're four and four, right? Like they they're the same as the Chargers, right? In the AFC they're West, not dead. they're not dead. But the other part of me says, all right, they had their fun. Now it's over. So like, you think that this is the Jeff Saturday? The Jeff Saturday Colts closer to the rich Bisaccia. They they won the first one and then yeah, that's what I'm worried about. So I'm going with the Raiders because, again, they're not playing 
again, a good team. If you score 14 points, they win probably. The only thing I'll say is different about this and the Jeff Saturday thing is that Jeff Saturday was at ESPN. Antonio Pierce was actually, like, coaching his way up through the ranks all this time and was in the building to start the season as a actual football positional coach. So that's why I'm picking them and more confident in picking them than the Colts last year after they won it with Jeff Saturday. So that's the only difference, which is a massive one. What is Jeff Saturday doing now? He's back at ESPN. Is he back at ESPN? Yeah. I was trying to figure out how many games he coached last year coaching career he coached eight games last year that was his only win yeah yeah um i'm going with the raiders but think about the nfl this year aiden o'connell tommy devito zach wilson sam howell uh, geno smith geno smith still uh josh dobbs on multiple teams will levis Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. I'm just looking through the list of these teams. Desmond Ritter plus now. Did Sam Darnold play any snaps? I thought, that's why he kept getting talked about playing because Purdy has been questionable for like five weeks. Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Wow, good pull. Great pull. And do we count Gardner? Did you already say Gardner? Minshew? Gardner Minshew. Uh, this year it looks like Sam Darnold has thrown for one yard. Oh, and Rippin. Brett Rippin, yeah. There's been some quarterbacks in the NFL this year, huh? They literally put rules in the game to prevent that from happening, and it still happens. Still happens. Uh, all right, final one, Broncos, Bills, Bills at home. This is your Monday night game. At least we get to watch one fun team. Yep. And they'll win. Yeah, I think so, too. Go Broncos. The, I, I, <laughs> I, I will say this about the Bills. I still think they're a really good team. Their record does not show it. They're 5-4. and four. Their schedule is brutal, and yeah. it does not ease up. They, they need to win this game because if they lose to the Broncos, holy bleep, they might miss the playoffs even whilst being a, what, top three point differential, top four point differential team? That schedule's tough, man. It ain't good. They need to get right, and they got to stop the turnovers. We will take a but, quick I, I, Oh, sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. The best news I could have received, though, was that the first-year-in-the-system player, Latavius Murray, called a players-only meeting. And those always work, especially when a guy that just got there just is Just got them. there. So. Yeah, not Josh Allen, not not an, an injured Tredavious White, not not one of the, the guys that everyone looks up to, Micah Hyde, Jordan Boyer. First-year backup running back. First-year backup Running back. Quick break. Come back. Home stretch. ESPN Kansas City. Stretch ESPN at Kansas City. Fun fact to you, Dylan. I was listening to Motorhead today, driving into work. The March or Die album. Big Motorhead guy. Big Motorhead guy. Love Lemmy's voice. Even though it just sounds like he smokes seven packs a day whilst singing with gravel in his mouth, like in his cheeks, you know? Just 
Who's the ace of spades? Like, it's impressive, but uh gets me going. gets me going. You know what else gets me going, Dylan? Mizzou Sports. Let's talk about it. We've got two minutes left. I don't have time for KU or K-State. I'm sorry, Dylan. I would love to talk down with you, but we've got two minutes left. Mizzou in basketball plays Memphis tonight. This is a big test, okay? We get it, KU fans. You guys are good, okay? K-State, you're going to be good, too. We understand that. Mizzou, we don't know this year. I believe in Dennis Gates. they got a brutal schedule. The SEC is very, very hard. And next year is going to be electric. You see some of this, the dudes they got in the number two ranked class right now in the nation? Mizzou basketball, baby. But this year's going to be a little, little, uh, little different. Hopefully they can make the tournament and it all starts tonight. They've sold out. Sold out the arena. I- I'm a little surprised. Like, I get Memphis is um, a decent school. Should be a good test. But it's November 10th, second game of the season. That's 15,000 people. Are you surprised that Mizzou sold out? Like, as a Mizzou fan, I'm, I'm a little surprised. There's a lot of talk, obviously, about Mizzou being better. But still, that I don't think this would have happened a couple years ago. Yeah, I think I start, you know, you start to saw, uh, see it last year uh, when KU went to Mizzou. They yeah. sold that out. That was a big game. And, yeah, the score wasn't what you guys wanted it to be, but it did show that if you guys have an entertaining and exciting product in the basketball sphere, uh, that people show up and show out for it. Like, and Of the two sports, while football is king and always will be, it's a lot more fun to be in air conditioning inside and then, you know, in the winter, uh, basketball is, you know, if, if you're good as a Kansas fan, it's still pretty fun. You know, exciting and fun yeah. to tailgate for and do sure. all that stuff because there's a Saturday every once in a while that's nice, 60s, yeah. 50s. So, yeah. This is fun, man. I'm, I'm glad Mizzou and all, all the local sports right now are actually good. Like KUK State and, and uh, Mizzou, football and basketball, all solid right now. It makes for an exciting time locally. Um, Mizzou, football wise, 14th in the college football playoffs. They will be playing Tennessee, who is 13th in the college football playoffs. Now that game I'm looking forward to seeing. So the matchup predictor on ESPN has Tennessee with a 60% chance of winning, yet the line is only Tennessee minus 2.5. Who wins this game? Give me Missouri money line. I almost took them last week against Georgia. I took them to cover. They did. Give me the money line this week. And that's a KU guy right there. That's a KU guy right there. Mizzou. Come on, don't let me down. This was the Holmes Red Shear ESPN Kansas City back live in studio on Monday. Enjoy the bye week, Chiefs fans. We are out.